Blog Talk Radio. Are for you. Um, but just like we got life, we got death. Uh, that's unfortunate. Um, but we want to send our heartfelt condolences out to those who, who um, thank you. Definitely. We, we, we are earnest. We'll definitely get together on it, on it too. Um, just leave your, your, okay. I got you. We'll get, we'll get together. Um, we definitely, you know, um, got a life is a part of death is a part of life and definitely um we definitely got uh things to you know uh think about in death uh of course we're gonna miss our loved ones and and all of that and unfortunately one day you know we gotta leave here so but um as the script uh jesus said uh uh let not your heart be troubled believe in god believe also in me and my father's house there are many matches. If it were not so, I would have told you. He said he's going to prepare a place for you. So definitely, um, we can we can definitely um, reassure that you know this is not the end for us. Um, so definitely, I'm not going to get into preaching because I am a minister. But anyway, um, what, what's happening around uh, Detroit today? Uh, well, yesterday, of course, uh, Chief James Craig stepped down. Uh, of course, we heard um, this news coming in, uh, what, the last couple of weeks that he he's making a run for governor, and he's going on to be a Republican. So this is uh, something that's kind of, uh, you know, we've been hearing around that the Democratic Party is bad, bad for black people anyway, but I don't like to get into politics, but that was just some news that, that um that I, I just heard and and definitely we want to um, keep our eye on because we got to wonder about the successor and what um, plans do he have for 
uh, our wonderful city of Detroit. Of course, me, I grew up in in Detroit. I was born and raised in Detroit. I uh, grew up on the east side over there on um, uh, Warren and Connor. Warren and Connor, not not quite Connor, but Warren and uh, Canfield. But uh, I grew up on Hurlbut Street, and uh, I had a good time over there. I went to Joy Middle School, Southeastern, and 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 you know, hey, Detroit. It's a love. I love the city, regardless of uh, what's happening. I still go down there. Still got a lot of family down there. What's up, Janine? What's happening? What's happening with everybody? And um, definitely, um, it we we get into some uh, the hot part of our our climate, and a lot of people. It's funny because um, leading up to this, man, I've been seeing a lot of killing and deaths and that's one thing that make you dread the summer a little bit because it brings out the wildness in some people some people know how to go out and and enjoy the nice sun and and going with their families and doing things and that's one thing that that that's kind of like hard to enjoy with the city because you have a agenda to go out and have fun but other people all they know is mischief and I, I, I can tell you something right now, like one particular time um, in the summer, me, my wife, and my kids, we um, we decided to have a picnic one day. And we went out, we bought a grill, and uh, we went across. I, uh, people might say, hey, uh, that's what you get for going to that area. But sometimes you you be trying to give your city a chance. You try to give, you know, uh, a little credibility to something. But uh, we went across uh, Jefferson off, off the water, and um, and we, it, of course, over there it was like uh, it's like two little tables. It was nobody. It was real early, and we we broke the grills out. We did all that, and then this ghetto family came, and it would look like if we only had a bit of consideration for each other, you know, just especially if you're going to do something that you know that is questionable, at least consider that everybody don't do what you do and consider the kids. It's it's a lot of people that, you know, they don't really expose their kids to certain things, but this family came up and they, and, and they commenced that they had kids too. And they commenced to smoking weed and doing everything like, like we want to be around that stuff, you know what I'm saying? And and it's just you know people are not considering. I think that's one of the parts that really um, uh, begins to piss people off. And and we be you know we be all up in uh, uproar with uh, certain things. So, but I don't know, man. It's it's just me. It's just me. I I, I just you know I like to be considerate of people. I don't. I don't try to um, push something off on somebody that that it you know that hey they might not like it. You know what I'm saying? Even with your neighbors and stuff, a lot of people don't know how to be neighborly, and that is one of the things that really uh, that's really like trying for most people. Um, but anyway, I ain't gonna sit and babble on this. I want to get to um, our first topic uh, of today. And that's the the Monique situation. It seemed that um, a lot of people were in an uproar when um, when Monique uh, brought this video up, and it was it's real funny that 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 this would piss piss I said puss, <laughs> piss some people off um, because I look at growing up, I grew up um, not only watching a father, but I grew up watching a strong black woman, a couple of strong black women in my day. And and it seems like in this era, in this time, like the integrity of women and, you know, the respectability of most of these women are just slowly diminishing. And we done dropped the ball somewhere not only just women, just men, but for the sake of this uh, topic, we're talking about women. And and yo yo, growing up watching my grandmother and my mother, 
they were whenever they stepped out of the house, they like to always look presentable. You couldn't see I I can't even picture my grandmother until she got to the point where she couldn't really take care of herself and people had to, you know, take care of her. But I can't even picture my grandmother. My grandmother never went out without her hair looking nice, without her dressing presentable and all that. I've never seen my grandmother out in public with a bonnet on or some pajamas. Or, you couldn't I never I never even, you know, seen my grandmother in an indecent mode. You know, because she didn't allow that. They didn't, you know, they just had more respectability about about things. And and nowadays, it's nothing for these young ladies to come out looking like any and everything. Don't you know that you're when you go out in public, it's like an audition. You don't know who you're running into. You don't know. Um, you don't know who you might meet on the street what opportunity might happen for you. You don't know um, what can, you know, happen in your travels. So you want to always put your best foot forward. And even some of these guys, I'm going to go into the little bit of the guys with the hanging pants, nappy hair, uh, beard all unkept, stuff like that. You know, you never know who's looking at you. You never know who's watching you. And a lot of times we done got away from, um things like that where we we take certain situations uh serious i know you probably uh, I'm, I'm just gonna slide out for a few minutes but uh, hey them few minutes might make a difference in your life it might you you never know who you might uh, run into you might run into a ceo of some corporation that that um that hey might be doing something in your field that you want to do uh, what Ernie say, the sad reality is that no matter how many times this is talked about, they're not going to change, especially the men with the pants. Yet, it's, it just don't make no sense to me. It, it really don't. I'm just saying, don't nobody want to see your butt? You know, uh, I mean, most of these guys, I mean, draws all showing, just everything, especially just when if the women don't really, like, respect themselves. I mean, women, man, I, I grew up seeing good women. You know what I'm saying? And most of them wonder why uh, most guys don't take them serious. And, and, and especially for the guys, how most people don't take them serious and all that. But um, I know I'm talking to myself, but this is a call-in show. So if you want to um, call in, holler at your boy, that number is 646-564-97. 28 press 1 if you want to comment yeah this is just really um the topic what do y'all feel about that do you think monique was wrong uh, i'm gonna just say this simply for monique you know uh i think why she got so much uh backlash wait a minute it really it really don't right i hate it too but what can we do other than, than do what monique do yeah you you're right you're right you're right. I think one of the things, too, I think if Monique was kind of like, let's say, somebody that's looked at as respectable, you know, I don't know if she's trying to change her image, but I just seen, you know, Monique is kind of like one of them, like, I'm just saying, I know she probably put on a character for, you know, her stand-up, her shows and stuff like that, but her character is more like a loud mouth, you know, talking you know, trashy type, you know, edgy type comedy type chick. And I think a lot of the chicks don't accept that from her. You know, I think that's, that's what, that's what it is. Hold, hold on. You rocking with the fat cat show. What's happening? What's good, bro? Uh, this is Ernest. How you doing, man? All right. You're so good. Ernest, what's happening, man? Hey man. Um, first and foremost, great show. I love the show. I love the topics. Um, also the layout. I love that. Um, I am a, I am a huge, um, live screamer myself, but anywho, speaking on, uh, the topic of Monique, what Monique said, I don't think she's wrong, but it's, it's like she's preaching to the choir. (laughs) Okay. And I say that, I say that because, you know, how many, how many times, how many years, 
have we uh, talked about men? I'm, I'm going to talk about the men in a minute. Right. How many times have we talked about the men and their saggy pants and they still walking around with the saggy pants? Right, right. We tried to scare them. We tried right. to scare them with the tactic of how it started. It started in prisons. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? That they were advertising, you know, for sex. Right, And right. you would think that you would think that by saying that, um, they would get the hint like, oh, I ain't gay. I'm, I'm going to pull my pants up. Right. But it didn't right. work. Right. Um, the, the, the great uh, comedian Eddie Griffin pretty much put his D on, on that situation. Right. right. Women. So mm. it, it, for, for women, it, like you just said about your, your, your grandma or your mom, I, mm-hmm. I, I forgot who you said, grandma or your, or your yeah. mom yeah, walked mama. out the house presentable. Yeah. Okay. Your, your, your grandmother or your mom who walked out presentable every day, um, one, that's commendable, but we're living in a society now where it's, it's almost like for women um, to take me as I am or yeah. some of the women just don't care no more. Right. Right. Um, my wife, we just had a situation with my wife. We we did. It wasn't an argument, but I was concerned. I was like, she loves Walmart. She loves Walmart. Mm-hmm. And she has her Walmart attire. And sometimes her Walmart attire is like, babe, like you can't put on no jeans, no slippers, because at the end of the day, you represent who you are and you represent us. Yeah. Um, I I kind of I I kind of understand where where Monique was saying, but mm-hmm. you have to look at society. They're mm-hmm. comfortable. Right. You see what I'm saying? Right. And. For for Monique to come out and say that, it's good that she said it, but right. what will it change? Let me let me ask you a question. Uh, how, mm-hmm. how old are you, Urban? I want to see if we're around the same age. How old are you? I'm I'm forty I'm forty seven. Yeah, we see we're around the same age. So we came from an era just going back to um to like the men. We came in in, in right. our era. We didn't like going outside without a haircut. You know, right. the guys in our era, we had to have. If if you came to us and be like, man, let's, man, I'm going, I'm going such and such, we'd be like, man, I ain't going, I ain't got no fade, man, my fade, you know. Exactly. But nowadays, these guys don't care. Like, like they don't fade, care. Yeah, like, like per se, like my my brother is kind of like I got a younger brother, you know. And he's kind of like in that wild like style. He have all these uh, his hair wild, beard wild, and and, and you see right. guys that that look like them. And I still I'm still stuck on my era. I guess in every era that um, the other generation before always frowns on something. You know what I'm saying? Right. With us, with us, it was hip hop. You know, they didn't like hip hop and right. the bag pants and you know what I'm saying? You need to wear your clothes fitting. Right. And most of us, it's sad to say, the sagging came a little bit from our era. Because, you know, with, right. with most guys, but like you said, it's nothing new. But, but like I said, when, when it, when it turned into the, the thing where, where women is even crossing that line to, you know, just, right. Right. you know, looking presentable. And, and then we always, then it's always that saying, like, it ain't another presentable it ain't enough men out here. There ain't enough women. You know what I'm saying? It's just all kinds right. of things going on. You know? I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you a story. And I'm I'm gonna leave. My mom, when I was little, when I was growing up, I I wasn't allowed to just run outside like kids do now. You know, mm-hmm. the kids just run outside and get lost. Mm-hmm. My mom had to okay me to go outside but but before she did Mm -hmm. she made sure that my hair was combed i had on clean clothes i was presentable when i stepped out that side outside and one day i looked at my mom and i said mom why do you do that she said you represent me when you leave this door when you leave out this door you represent me Right, and I was like, man, right, I, you know, I I didn't know what that meant then, 
then, yeah. But yeah. as I got grew older and I, you know, had my son, um, mm-hmm. and I told him the same thing, you represent me when right. you leave out of this door. Right, right, right. That That's, that's so something. I, Go ahead. Right. I, I just want to say again, brother, uh, great platform. Love your layout. Love the show. And I'll definitely be tuning in. From now on, you got a fan. <laughs> I want to. I want to. I want to show some love to yours too. Um, what, what's your platform? It is called uh, Charm City Direct TV. Okay. Um, and basically do the same thing you do, brother. Talk about uh, topics uh, that's trending, celebrity news, right. a little bit of um, political views, and and so forth and so on. Well, if you if you got time, you can join me on today's show. If you I, I, I'm I'm in my studio now. <laughs> oh, 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 if you got the time, I got the time, brother. <laughs> okay, definitely, definitely. Uh, so, what was that? Wait, Janine, uh, we got a, a couple of comments. Uh, Janine, Janine said, "Now the men are wearing tight pants like leggings." She said, "Just right. to keep right." That's another thing. See, we we wore like if our pants was tight. It was just by just that's the way they didn't sell baggy pants. Remember, a lot of things right. were straight legs back when we were like young coming up. But then when we got to that teen like age, that's when stuff started changing. That's when the hip hop era and stuff started coming. Right. Because I remember, man, you, like, go ahead. No, I, I was going to say it's, it's crazy because I, I had two pairs of pants when I was growing up. Mm-hmm. Um, pay a Lee's and a pay a Levi's. Here's yeah. why: that the Levi pants, the the leg, because I'm mm-hmm. I'm I'm always a I'm a straight leg type of person. Like right, my, right. I, I can't do bell bottoms. I can't have my pants dragging down on the floor. Yeah, I hate that. Right. So I wear my pants today a little tight. You know, they're mm-hmm. not legging tight, but they're a little right. you know a little snug. Right. Just for that right. effect, I can't right. have my pants hanging down on the floor. I hate it. I hate it with a passion. Like if my pants leg get caught underneath of my 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 shoe, mm-hmm. and, it, and I hear it, one mm-hmm. it damaged the pants. Right. And right. then I don't like how it sounds. And then right. my pants are like falling down. And so right. so I can identify me. This, this is just right. me with the uh, tight look because you're wearing tight pants or, you know, right. little, little snug, you know, <laughs> pants. Right. Um, Because I can't do the tight legging look. I can't do it. But right. my pants are, you know, considered a little tight. I can, I am able to get in them. I'm able to run in them, walk in them fine, you know. Um, right. But I understand that, you know, some of these guys out here, wearing the extra tight pants, you know, mm-hmm. and I, I think honestly, I think it's this, you know, evolution, you know, we, we, we went from the baggy era. Mm-hmm. Uh, we went to, we went from, actually, we went from the, the tight era. Mm-hmm. You know, if you look back, some of these uh, rap video, uh, uh, rap videos and movies like run DMC, mm-hmm. blow, they don't mm-hmm. like tight pants. Right, right, right. Then we got into the baggy era with the long T-shirts and and the long pants and the baggy pants. Right. Now we are back to the tight pants. Right. You know, so I I guess it's evolution. Evolution repeats itself, you know. Time repeats itself. But but you know, they said that there's nothing new under the sun. So a lot of things like, because think about like in in the 60s, 70s, even the 50s, per se, uh, you know, when James Brown, Rick James, uh, you know, just, just, you know, James Brown and uh, all of them, like Bootsy Collins and, right. you know, all of them in that, in that time, they wore tight things, earth, wind, and fire, tight. You know what I'm right. saying? All, right. all them things. So, right. like you said, things just come full circle, but like you said, there's a there's another element that's going on also as far as um just just with that, you know, the where where I think uh, a lot of things, the the separation of black family, 
period. You right. know what I'm saying? Right. And it, it it's just a lot of things with um that's pertaining to um just say the 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 split of uh the mother and the father in the home. You know what I'm saying? And, right. and you know just how most of men are not most men are not being men today. And just all kinds right, of things right. that, that are just happening right now that is kind of like eliminating that process from men watching uh, how men operate, really. I grew up, I didn't right, have, right. I, like, my my father, my biological father, we we just got to, in recent years, we just got to a point where we uh, got close and started, you know, like, communicating. And, and my father is more instrumental in my life now than he ever was. But I grew up, right. uh, my grandparents were like my parents. And so I grew right. up, my, my grandfather uh, and grandmother, God rest their souls, um, my grandfather was a pastor. So I grew up watching okay. a, a, a pastor, you know, and, right. and you, right. unfortunately I became a minister, you know, behind that. And so now, right. you know, just watching, just watching how they, my grandfather instilled in me uh, things and you know and now but I have to look at most of the households that these kids are growing up you know growing up in and not you know and just how they let things go you hearing things like that just compromising to people I heard get uh, young guys tell me well Kanye wore a dress you know what I'm saying uh, things like that Kanye wore a dress they wear their pants baggy and are these the role right, models but- that's that's Kanye. So, I mean, if if Kanye jump off of a building, are you going to jump off of a building? Right, right. And, and that's another thing. Some of these celebrities. That's why I don't, I don't really, you know, follow some of these celebrities and, yeah. and what they do and what they say. Right. Um, but the sad reality is, it, it's a lot of kids and a lot of teenagers that do. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're right. The 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 disconnect. From parents, you know, mm. a lot of a lot of now, and I know this is off the subject, but um, a lot of parents don't act as parents. They want to be their child's friend, mm-hmm. um, and fathers are, you know, missing within the household. But that's a, that's another podcast in itself. But my dad, he wasn't home. He wasn't mm. in the home, but he came around. I knew who he was. Right. And the one thing he taught me was the value of one money and mm-hmm. the value of appearance that mm-hmm. when you step out the house um so when you step out of the house you look a certain way you dress right. a certain way right. and and I lived with a pastor for 3 years of of my teenage life okay. and if he caught if he caught my pants even slightly if he saw a little piece of the underwear he like Boy, pull them pants up, you know, right. and, it, and it was stern, you know. Right. Um, so you're right. It's like that disconnect between the man and, and the boy. Now, we're talking about the boys, men and boys now. Mm-hmm. Now, women, on the other hand, that 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 same, you know, ideology needs to, you know, happen again. Like, babe, if before you walk out of that house, you know, you represent me. Right. Now, that's another thing. It, it, it you you took you're talking about comfortability. You mm-hmm. see what I'm saying? A lot of a, a lot of women don't feel like pinning their hair up. A lot of women don't feel like doing their hair when they need to go to the grocery store, Walmart, or Target right. or stuff like that. I right. understand that, but I don't know. It, it, it's it's kind of like I keep going back to we can talk about it too. We blew in the face, right? But will it ever change? Yeah, that's you that's, know that that's the thing that that and I appreciate Monique. I always loved Monique for you know for for speaking out. One, I, and I hate to say this, but one, Monique don't really speak to the black people. Um, <laughs> I just feel as though that I hear what you're saying, Monique. I really do. Mm-hmm. But what can be done? Right. You know, you could walk outside with a with a bonnet on, but you're still considered a queen. Right. You see what I'm saying? And maybe they that maybe they feel comfortable in that. You know, 
I'm gonna I, say I, that's just my take on it. I'm, I'm gonna say this, and then we gonna hop into our next thing. Um, I think with Monique, if you going to for the queen uh, kind of like uh, title, and I think if if uh, young women that know her career and they look back on the span of it, they they see. Right. And this one of the things that that got me. You know, I think sometimes it's not the message, it's the messenger. And and you right. have to be very, right. very careful because, like I said, I done seen stand-ups where Monique referred to herself as a B. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And, and this mm. and that. So that and Queen don't match. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Especially if you're trying to get mm. that, that message across to a younger generation because they this, this younger generation, man, they will catch on to you so quick. Remember back in our generation, right. they said, that, you know, you you say something to us, and we didn't have all these materials to go back and research. But now these right. generation now, they got the materials where they can go back and actually research. So but with that right. being said, you know, I'm we're going to I'm going to go to commercial and then we're going to um, get into our topic for today. We have a jury business, uh, Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. We sell $5 jewelry, uh, $5 bling, $5 um, uh, jewelry for all type of occasions. Um, it's $5 plus tax. Um, it's paparazzi jewelry, nickel-free, lead-free. Um, so if you have any allergies or anything like that, um, this is the perfect um, jewelry line to um, have in your inventory. Um, we ship. Um, we accept cash app. Um, and we will also um, meet within city limits uh, for drop off. Um, it's good for um, uh, $20 or more. Um, these will make perfect gifts for anniversary, Christmas coming up, even sweet to face. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, pieces, um, or just even uh, just to have in your personal inventory uh, to wear. Um, we have uh, all kinds of styles of jewelry. So if you're interested, you can take a look on Jayla's Jazzy Jewelry. I'll post the link in the comments, or you can inbox me uh, directly, and I can um, show you what I have and give you a, a personal tour uh, of what we have on um, Messenger. All right, all right, all right. Our topic for today. Can you truly apologize for something that you meant to do? Can you truly apologize for something that you meant to do? I I was thinking about this the other day because uh, simply, you know, um, I had recently just had to forgive a family member for something that I thought was foul. You know, and, and simply... Um, off of my, you know, Christian belief, that was enough to kind of like, kind of like push me into that direction because I know um, uh, love and forgiveness is key for God, but a lot of people don't subscribe to what I subscribe to. So that's the bigger question. One of the, um, one of the OGs back in the day, he told, this is what he told me. Um, He said, don't apologize for nothing. He said, because at the time you did it, you meant to do it. So I didn't, I could, I kind of looked at it. I was like, wow, you know, that's deep. So can, so Ernie, right. can, a, can an apology truly be genuine? Can it, if you meant mm. it, because something, because I think like, because it, it's a difference between like accidentally doing something and, and intentionally. So can we truly, truly apologize if we, if we meant to do something? It all depends on that something that was done. Uh, if it was, uh, if it was um, harmful, uh, then my answer would be yes. Right. Um, if it was not harmful, uh, then why are you apologizing? That's that's what I that's what I get from it, right? Uh, right. So it, it's kind of 
it all on it, it's all on a on a depends type of thing. Like uh, if you if you meant to do it in a in a rightful way, um, but the other person took it the wrong way. Oh, okay, okay. Um, yeah, I, I, it's kind of it's kind of hard. So it, it all depends on what is done. Um, now, if you if you if you did something wrongful, and the person was is you know by all means hurt by it, mm-hmm. then by all means I I'm apologizing every day all day you know because guilt and and my conscience play a big role in my life so I <laughs> right, 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 I'm apologizing right. yeah but uh, doing something that is rightful or right so to speak. Uh, why are you apologizing? Right. But do that's, you know that's what, what I get out of it. With, with, with some people, there's some lines that, you know, that you shouldn't cross. You know what I'm saying? Right. That you shouldn't right. cross. Like, like the what the OG was telling me uh, a couple of years ago, uh, he, he told me, like, his brother slept with his wife. Mm. You know, his brother mm. slept with Right, so there's that's one, one like things that we should not cross. That you know what I'm saying, especially right. as, as right. boys, especially as friends. There's some certain things. That's what I'm I'm saying. Can the apology truly for acts like that? Can it truly be genuine? Can you know? No. Can, yeah. No. Because he subsequently, I mean, uh, subconsciously, that was thought out. He wanted to. Right. Um, so now there there is no apology because the bro code is is strong. <laughs> you, you see what I'm saying? Um, that's that's the bro code right there. You your best right. friend, your brother. You know, don't have sex with your best friend's you know ex girlfriend or girlfriend. No matter. You know. Right. Yeah. Right. No apology. No amounts of apologies can can ever. Uh, be forgiven for that. So, so, but don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that that you shouldn't apologize, but it's all about to the person that you're apologizing to, whether it's acceptable. Right. For, you know what I'm saying? Because, like I said, you're right. I, I don't had to. Sometimes it took time for me to like get over things that have been done to me. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I had. And I had right. to kind of like, like really kind of like, because I was harboring something against a family member for the longest that 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 mm-hmm. really me off. You know what I'm saying? And and I'm I, and I'm not I'm not one of them um, people that like to, you know, bring up stuff to to start things. I'm a I'm a person that that loves the process of healing and getting past. So that's the reason why I talk about a lot of things and. And all because this may help somebody, you know what I'm saying? This right. may help somebody because there's right. a lot of there's a lot of deep rooted issues. Like you said, um, you could have done something, and like you said, it may not have been meant to for the person like they thought it was. You know what I'm saying? Right. Because, like I said, me being a minister, um, I, mm-hmm. I minister to a lot of people, and sometimes. Right. Sometimes the truth hurts. It hurts. It hurts bad, but I do it in the position of love. You know what I'm saying? Right. And sometimes, right. And sometimes you know, it, it's the thing with 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 like critical critical uh, um, you know constructive criticism, and it's destructive. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you to, and you have to you have to learn uh, where that person's at mentally. When you when you right. really uh, engage in them, you know, because if they already tore down, you don't want to tear them down worse. You know what I'm saying? Right. You want to give them something to right. build. On. So I, I think of it like that. Whenever I'm like ministering to to people, I always think of, and I always consider myself uh, within uh, ministering to people because, it, right, like they said, the word is a two edged sword. So I always consider like, right. hey. Even when I'm telling people like, hey, you know, um, come to church, come do this, you know, come, 
come hear the word, come do that. And I always consider it was a time when I wasn't in church. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm not critical. I'm not critical of people. So it's it's right. It's always good to consider that, you know? Right. So so um anybody that um wanna comment on any of this, that number is like I said before, six four six five six four ninety seven twenty eight. Press one if you wanna comment. You got something, Ernest? Mm-hmm. No, I it's 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 crazy, um, because you know, we was just talking I was just talking about the, the bro code. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what the sisters call it, but uh, you know, the the covenant uh right. don't right. talk I mean, well not talk, but don't involve yourself with your brother's ex girlfriend, wife mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's that's after they you know broke up or th- that that's sacred right there in sisters mm-hmm. too. And I think um, what led to the conversation was I'm 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 not sure if if you are a uh, real Housewives of Atlanta fan. I'm not, but it was it was just that uh, Portia um, from the show had uh, is engaged to another co-host husband mm. and she's yeah it's, it's crazy um and that she didn't give it time you know they had just filed divorce wow and Portia kind of you know Portia kind of stepped in and now they're engaged to be married um so I can understand how the co-hosts feel about Portia you know there's there's no apology there's no uh, statement. There's no. Uh, there, there's there's nothing you could possibly say to me right now. How you can grin in my face one minute, right. and then in the back of my and in, in, in the back of me, you you talking to my man. You know. Right. So I understand it. I understand it fully. Um, so to answer your question, uh, no, that that I don't think it, you you know you can come back every year and try to hey Ernest look I'm so, no I I don't want to hear it bro you know it it's that simple it is right. that simple right right like I I could I could bring something up this this recently recently happened happened uh uh-huh. the the Charlemagne the guy Kwame Brown situation now right right the, now now that the, the tripped out part about it is see there was a when people apologize when there's benefit behind it. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Because now, you know, here it is, you done brought this man family up. You know, you done you done you done brought things up that he said that he claims that, hey, he didn't even have no knowledge of. But but wow. you brought it up. You brought it up and then the minute that he digs in your closet, mm-hmm. then all now it's a it's a different thing. Now you want to send cease and desist letters. You know what I'm saying? Right. So it's, it's that right. thing, you know, because you might have people, let's say that that be around you, you know, and they and they know they probably uh, low key probably depend on you for certain things, or or can you know, you know how you I ain't go, I don't want to call them leeches, but you know they probably right, right. like mean something in their lives, and they draw something off of you. And then the minute that that they do something and you separate yourself from them, and then they apologize, but you wonder if the apology is truly genuine or is they trying to get back in your good graces because it's something that you supply for them. That's a that's right. another thing, you know. Right, right. That's another thing we 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 think on. I, I just because um I had a person um. A friend that that did something foul to me, you know, that did something foul mm. to me as far as a as far as uh, a young young lady that I w- was talking to back in the day, and he kind of right. he, he kind of like um, uh, sad talked me, you know, kind of mm. to to, mm. to her, and and it it it, it kind of like it really. Didn't know that the person, the the woman came back and told me. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It was just, and then it was like, wow, this, this 
this is my ace. You right. know, right? You know, so it, it and um, it really took me a minute to kind of like gather that, you know, to really like right. gather it up and, and, and do that. But just ultimately, just the person that I am, I I, I forgave. You know what I'm saying? Because yeah. true during that time, um, the person really wasn't that strong to me anyway. Like the the right, woman, right? You know what I'm saying? Right. So it was like like this person was going to be my wife or anything like that. But it was just that I forgave. I choose to forgive and go go on, and you know. And like I said, you know. Right. But when you when you learn a lesson, you kind of like especially with, with certain people. Now you know where right. to keep these people. Now you know what to share with them. You know what I'm saying? Or right. you could choose mm-hmm. not to deal with them, you know, period. Because I right. don't have to, I can forgive you and not deal with you. Right. You know what I'm saying? Right. I can forgive you and not deal with you, or I could just keep you, or if I deal with you, I just keep you at a certain space. So it's, you know, yeah. it's all different, you know? And that's that's what happened to me. Um, believe it or not, I, a friend in high school, uh, he uh, was talking behind my back to this girl that I really liked, mm-hmm. and she started looking at me a little different because of what he was saying to her. But you know, instead of coming to the source to make sure it was you know true or not, she believed every word he was saying. Mm-hmm. And you're right. It's like I can forgive you. But I don't have to, you know, be your friend. And right after that happened, you know, I said, look, I'm going to forgive you, but we not cool. And he didn't understand that. Right. So he wound up, um, he wound up uh, like, transferring to another school because the, the guilt and the pressure was too much for him. And, you know, the girl, uh, I think she transferred as well. So mm-hmm. you're right. It, it's. You know, it, it's it's all about, you know, that, uh, it, you know, if you're my friend, you're my friend. If you're not, then I don't have nothing to deal with you, you know. Right, right. That's, it, that's, that's real easy to me. <laughs> right, right. Because like you said, it's a, it's, it's a definite man code, but it, it, it just seems right. like in, in this generation – or, or I'm not even going to go generation. It's just some mm-hmm. people, and they just lawless. They don't, it, it, right. like, they don't care uh, what kind of rule or code or, or you know, thing exists. They just, uh, right. what, what uh, um, Charlie Murphy said, habitual line steppers. <laughs> you know? Yes, yes. And they do that. And then... You know, you we know we all know people like that that are just that, oh, that yeah. you, can't, you can't no matter what they just gonna they just gonna step over that line or you can't mention nothing mm-hmm. to because they gonna they gonna blurt it out at oh remember that time you know at the wrong time in front of the wrong people and you you and you right. know them for people you know and, and the the right. the mystery part to me is them is that. They wonder why they're in a certain space with you, you know. Mm-hmm. The, the people, and, and this is how one of the cousins of mine uh, is like uh, that person. Their cousin just wonder why they are in a certain space with certain people, and then when, when even when you try to confront the cousin and uh, like kind of like try to give them some food for thought, they begin to play the victim. Like oh, everybody picking on right. me, you know. And, oh, that's, and, and, always <laughs> that's, yeah, oh. that's always the case. Yeah, that's always the case. Every time when they get caught, uh, they get mad and they play the victim. When it was yeah. them who started the whole thing, right, know? right. And I, I say to them like, I don't know why you mad. I should be the one mad, <laughs> you know. Right, right. And that's the thing that the. Right. the Really pissed, and in, in, in a sense, that's what Charlemagne is doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Right. He's playing that's, the victim. Yeah, he's playing the victim. Like, man, you know, he said, and man, just 
truly, man, I, I just I got to see the interview with the young lady and 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 all of that, man. They go to show you uh the the contrast of, of just and this is another little topic, but it just how he he escaped the charge. He escaped that charge. Wow. But here it is. Wow. We we done we done they done nailed Bill Cosby though. Man. You know, it's just it's, tell me about it. <laughs> it it's just it's crazy to me, man. It's just real crazy to me. I you know, I'm a right. I'm a I'm a very forgiving person. I think um right. I think a lot of people but but at the same time I do have some cutoff in me. I do I do have a cutoff game about myself right. that I I think I right. can cut somebody off. But I I'm all about uh building relationships and you know and networking. Right. That that's the type of person that that I am and I'm going to make sure that me and you continue to network, you know, with each other, man. So I so we can continue to oh, sure. show each other support. I just, you know, I I just the the apology thing it just had me thinking like like man, if somebody, because I know it's a, another person that that did something to me that really pissed me off. Because like sometimes that's why they say you gotta gotta watch what you do, watch what you say. Because some things, right? Some things you may forgive, but some things you never forget. You know right. What I'm saying? right. You 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 right. never forget it. And 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 one of the things that this person said to me kind of like still kind of like stuck with me even though I forgave the person but it's just I didn't think that that person ever would have viewed me like that you know what I'm saying so I'm always careful I'm always careful of what what I put out there you know they said uh the bible say life and death is in the power of the tongue and sometimes that tongue Mm. can get you in trouble you know what I'm saying so you have to you have to you have to but the end of the Bible say the tongue the tongue is untamable sometimes. It's untamable. That right. you can say uh uh you can tame a whale, a, a lion and all that, but that tongue cannot be tamed. So you have mm. to you have to definitely be careful of what what you what you put out in this atmosphere. And a lot of people don't right. understand right. what you put out in this atmosphere come back and slap you right in your face. I don't know I don't have right. it times happen to me you know right oh oh yeah, <laughs> yeah definitely right. man I, I um i just you know i'm I'm trying to think um one time i i i kind of like really really um did something unintentional to um a person a long time ago and uh and it was at a job and um mm. it was it was like um this person we were we were trying to start a union in this particular okay. job and and I, and I I messed around and said it to the wrong person you know to the wrong person mm. knowing that that person was playing me you know was playing me to find out right. who who was the 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 ringleader, and it ended right. up you know ended up hurting this person, and I and, and right. you know the person know who they are, and I just wanted to put it out in the atmosphere that I apologize for that because like I said I didn't know I was a young kid, you know, mm-hmm. didn't mm-hmm. didn't quite know you know I was still wet and wet behind the ears and you know and. And it just, it really, really, I never really got a chance to apologize to this person, you know, but it was, you know, but I always felt, I always felt bad about it, you know? Right. Did did you have anything like that? Yeah, it's crazy. Um, My, a friend of mine, um, we used to have these uh, things at our church called uh, lock-ins and of course lock-ins was sleepover. Okay. And um, so it, it grew like teenagers, a lot of teenagers, you know, from around the city and, you know, who went to the church 
we would come together and, you know, just fellowship, have fun, watch videos, eat snacks, you know, what, what teenagers and my when I was growing up like to do. Mm-hmm. And uh, it was two uh, individuals um, that I, you know, that was really popular and, you know, coming to the lock-ins. Mm-hmm. And them two uh, started dating. And so mm-hmm. one day my god sister, who can't hold water, uh, I told mm. <laughs> I I used to rap. I used to rap back in the day, and I made Uh-oh. a rap about them. Okay. And the rap kind of, you know, I told my god sister. My god sister went back and told the girl. The girl told him. Wow. So, um, and he took a he took offense to it, and uh, he came up to my school, and beat me up. Wow. And I really, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I don't know what my god sister told them. That was the thing. Mm. And um, so I'm walking, I'm walking home like I normally do. I'm walking with two other people, and I noticed that it was him and two other. It was like three other guys. It was his cousin. They were running down the street, down to where I'm at, and I, I looked, and I'm like, oh man, you know, so and so, you know. I didn't think that the rat was that offensive. I I don't know what I say, you know, that would make him do this. And um he he walked up to me, his cousin was on the side, his cousin had a knife, he was about to stab me and uh, wow. it, it got crazy. Right. Man. It got real crazy. Like I said, I don't know what my god sister told him. I don't mm. know what my god sister told his girlfriend. Wow. So the guy, you know, hit me I fell down. I'm trying to get back up. His cousin trying to stab me. He's trying to block his cousin from stabbing me. Wow. Um, and all of this time, I'm I'm wondering, like, what happened? So I get home with a black eye, mm. and uh, my mother's like, what's wrong with you? And I said, I, I talk too much, Mom. <laughs> that's, that's what happened. Wow. And um, so the the – my godmother's uh, daughter, she was our Sunday school teacher and pretty much a, she was like a, a mother figure to us. You know, we, we used to hang out and, you know, go places, watch, go to the movies, stuff like that. Um, she helped, she caught a whiff of it and she was like, are you okay? Are you okay? And I said, well, Miss Marsha, I, you know, I can't, I can't take full, you know, I can't play the victim here. Right. Because right. I said something that needed to stay within me mm-hmm. and when she heard that she was like well what did you do i said well i made a rap and i told i told my god sister and she was like oh my god you know people knew that my god sister couldn't hold water oh, water yeah so um right so later on um i say like a couple of weeks had passed and uh he came back to the church and I walked out and, you know, he said, look, I apologize for hitting you. I said, I apologize for making a rap. I shouldn't have made it, you know. Um, But we remained friends because, like I said, you know, it was something that I did that should have stayed with me Mm -hmm. and not shared. Right. Especially to my god sister. So I was more mad at my god sister for saying stuff. Yeah. Right, right, <laughs> so right. yeah, it, it taught me a valuable lesson to, you know, uh whatever I got to say <laughs> to anybody. Yeah. Hold yeah. it in <laughs> or right, just keep right. it to yourself. Right, right yeah. quick. Right quick, um, we got sixty seconds. Give people your your info. Your platform. Sure. Um sure. Uh Charm City Direct T V. Uh we are the heartbeat of the city. Uh, here in Baltimore, Maryland, uh, you can check me out on all social media platforms, uh, Facebook, YouTube, Twitch, Twitter, uh, on at Charm City Direct TV. Now, Twitter, it's, uh, well, no, you can find me on Twitter as well. Go to Charm City Direct TV, and you can see all previous content. You can see all live content. And like I said, we talk about just about everything from politics to celebrity news to relationship goals, healing, uh, you name it, we try to cover it and try to talk about it. Okay. 
we we gonna be checking you out. But we want to thank everybody for tuning in, and we catch you later. And Ernest, I definitely be tuning in to you. Peace. We up out of here, thank y'all. You, sir.